Welcome to episode 71. We're almost heading 2018. We are in the wind up to the holidays. And it might be a bit early for some of you, but I'm thinking others among us are starting to think about what we want 2018 to look and feel like. So today I'm going to touch on five specific things that you need to consider when setting your New Year's intentions or resolutions. If you want to succeed, if you want to stay motivated, then you need to be thinking in terms of these five tips. Now this podcast is brought to you by none other than me and my coaching business. So if you didn't know already, I'm a life coach. That is how I make my bread and butter and that is what supports this very podcast. The reason I'm telling you this is I am running a group offering in January and I literally can't wait. I am so excited about it. It's going to be four live workshops running on Wednesday evenings in January. And if you can't make them live, that's not a big deal. You'll get so much out of it if you can, because it will be an interactive workshop at a group coaching opportunity in a small group setting so that you feel comfortable enough to put up your hand and say, hey, I'm dealing with this. I'm stuck on that. And I really just can't wait to lead a group of you through starting 2018 off on the right foot. The program is based on so much of what I do with my one-on-one clients. In it, you'll uncover your personal values. You'll deepen your connection with yourself. You will uncover the ways you might be sabotaging your own success and then set really clear and reasonable intentions that will serve as guiding lights as you move into 2018. So if you'd like to know more, head to my website, www.thrive.how forward slash reboot, or you can find it under the work with me tab on my website. It's called the Reconnect and Reboot series. So head there. But let's get on with the show and talk about New Year's intentions. What do you want? And more importantly, how are you going to stick the path to get it? I'm going to run through five tips with you here. And the first one really plays to that question of what do you want? And so many of my clients come to me saying, I'm not really sure what I want. I'm not really 100% clear on what I should do next. When it comes to setting your New Year's intentions, set goals that are in alignment with your personal values. Now, obviously, you need to understand your personal values to do that. And that is something I will be doing in the workshop. But I would encourage you, if you don't feel very well connected to what matters most to you, to get a journal and start journaling. Journal out all of the things that matter to you and even ask yourself that question over and over and over again as a journal prompt. Put at the top of your page what matters most to me and see what comes out or what do I believe are keys to a good life. I do very specific exercises in my work that really tap into this ability to get to know ourselves better because truly 
when we know ourselves well, it's so much easier to make decisions and feel confident about the direction that we are moving in. So my first tip, set goals that are in alignment with what matters most to you. Set goals that are in alignment with your values. Now the next tip, dream big, but plan small. Now I'm all for dreaming big, but too often I see people, especially around New Year's, want to set these kind of audacious goals, which is great. You know, by the end of 2019, I want to be half the size I am now, or I want to have run a marathon. Great. I am all for giant goals. But at the same time, If you don't bring those big goals down into smaller plans, you're setting yourself up for failure from the moment you start. Because a journey is made up of a thousand steps, as is the achievement of any big goal. So if you have an audacious dream, break it down into its subcomponents and build in opportunities to celebrate and to savor your wins. It is so much easier to stay motivated when you have somehow built into your planning places to give yourself a pat on the back, a gold star, and celebrate some victories. So make sure when you've got big dreams, big intentions, huge hopes, that you break them down into small goals, small wins. Now tip number three feeds off that last one. I'm all for having big dreams, but don't set intentions that you have already decided are impossible to reach. There is a fine line between something being a stretch goal, which I am all for, and being an impossibility. And if you truly in the depths of your heart do not believe that what you want is available to you or you are in the space that you can achieve that, you will never try. We have to think we can win at this game of life. Otherwise, we don't want to try. And it's so true of our goals as well. Now, by all means, if you feel like your goals aren't achievable, but logically know that you could get there and it's a mindset issue, work on that Work on your mindset, work on your self-belief and your confidence, but don't bite off more than you can chew and then use your failure as another opportunity to beat up on yourself. Set goals that you think are going to stretch you, but are achievable. So believe that you can. And let me tell you, I am all for positive reinforcement and By that, I mean reminding myself that I can constantly, because let's be honest, we will all have days where we will fall off our bandwagon, which is my next point, or doubt ourselves. So I'm all for having positive reminders that you are capable and positive habits and routines that keep you going. So that next point about falling off the bandwagon. Now, so many of us set a goal or an intention and then we get tripped up we might want to exercise five times a week and then all of a sudden we realize we only exercised two times one week and we feel like a failure so what do most of us do when we feel like we're failing 
we quit. We don't want to feel the pain of failure anymore. So we just decide to take ourselves out of the game, to give up on the goal, to give up on the intention, and we quit. Here's the deal. I want you to set the intention that if you ever fall off your bandwagon, that it is okay to get up, start fresh, and recommit. Don't give up completely. To miss, and I'm not advocating for just not believing in your goals, but what I am saying is that it's a lot worse to stop exercising altogether than it is to miss a couple of the days you intended. So make that commitment to yourself that if you do fall off, you can always restart and that you will restart your commitment before you will quit. And my very last point, number five, set up a point for self-reflection. So one of the reasons coaching is so epic, by the way, if you haven't ever done it, it is awesome. I have my own coaches and man, do they keep me accountable and I appreciate them thoroughly for it. But you don't have to have your own coach. I would highly recommend it, especially for some personality types. But you can set up your own form of accountability. And that comes in, I believe, the form of self-reflection. This is literally something I encourage my coaching clients to do when we are finishing up our program together. Set up with the same time every month. It might be the first weekend of the month, the last weekend of the month, the first Monday, whatever works for you, it doesn't matter. But schedule in a time that you know you'll be able to commit to monthly and put an hour aside to check in with yourself. If you're setting New Year's intentions, if you have goals and hopes and dreams for the new year, then use your monthly reflection to see how you're tracking. How have you moved that goal or intention forward in the last month? And what do you hope to do in the month ahead? This is how you monitor your progress and give yourself those pats on the back. Now, as I mentioned, that Reconnect and Reboot series is a space where I'm going to be going in depth on some of the principles I mentioned here, but so, so much more to really guide you through the process of supporting yourself into becoming the biggest and brightest version of you that you can be. So if you want to learn about that, www.thrive.how forward slash reboot. Coming up before the end of the year, I recorded a pretty entertaining interview with Andrea Featherston. Entertaining because I didn't interview her, she interviewed me for the Here to Thrive podcast. So that will be going live before the end of the year. It was very funny to be on the receiving end of the interview questions. And she asked me lots of things. So if you're fascinated to hear more of the behind the scenes version of me, then definitely tune into that one in the coming weeks. This may be the last episode you listen to before your holiday break, if you're taking one. And I just want to wish you a happy holiday season. I feel so very grateful 
for having you all as listeners here on Here to Thrive. It is such a blessing to be able to turn up and be a part of your lives. It really does mean the world to me and touches me and makes me all feel warm and fuzzy in my heart. So thank you for listening and supporting this podcast and supporting yourselves. Till next week, of course, keep thriving. Thriving.